0: you tuning into the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Make sure you are subscribed to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast, available wherever you get your podcast from. And make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel at Big Sarge Media. Also, follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at Big Sarge Sports with the Z at the end. I am Big Sarge, credential media member covers the Houston Texans, the Houston Rockets, and the Houston Astros. It's been a minute, y'all. I understand. I got it. Yes, it has been a very long time since you heard my voice on the podcast. But guess what? I'm back. Can I just put a video out this morning that let you all know that I'm back? Now, some of you all ain't going to like that video. I'm telling you right now. But, hell, the ones that don't like it are the ones I don't talk to anyway. Or the ones that I'm cordial with and just keep it moving. The ones that I'm professional with, we ain't cool, we ain't friends. I don't really say anything about your content. I, I I normally just leave that alone. I did. But now I'm here to talk about it because, as I said on the video, there are some fans that have been talking to me saying, hey, Sarge, we miss you on the airwaves, man. I can't listen to some of this stuff. And I'm not knocking anybody's content right now. Whatever you do is what you do. And let me put out this disclaimer. Let me preface my statement by saying this. Hey, I'm not jealous of you. I'm not. I don't want your job. I'm cool. I take my little check and I move on. I take my little retirement check and I move on. My wife has never complained about the bills because I make sure that I give at all of it to her. I'm not a bad manager with money, but I do love Nike shoes and polos. Uh, Ralph Lauren stuff from outlets. So I make sure that my wife gets the money. Because, you know, you leave it up to me. All polo got to do is send me a 30% coupon. Now, pew, gone out, Head into the outlets. But I don't want your job. You can keep your job. I, I, I'm cool with that. Until I want it. I'm cool with you. Keeping your job until it's time for me to come take your job. Timestamp that big Sarge 310 into the podcast, because I want to make sure that I put that out over and over and over and over again. Some of y'all been playing with me and I'm tired of playing. I got grandkids. Play with them. Some of y'all, y'all been taking my kindness for weakness and it's, it's time for me to just go ahead and, you know, show you that I ain't to be played with. And like I said on the, you know, on the video that I put out on social media, hey man, if you got a problem with it, say it with your chest. I ain't looking for any physical or verbal altercations, but I don't duck no smoke either. And if you feel some type of way, either be a grown up and an adult Come say something to me. Come say something to me about it. We can definitely have a conversation. Come to me and let's talk about it. But if not, just stay like y'all, just do what y'all been doing. Stay in your little circle of of trust. Your little T-Mobile five faves and talk about me behind my back. Which by the way, y'all, you know it really doesn't bother me, right? Mm. Got entirely too much to focus on. Once again, you're tuning into the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. Thank you for listening to that little disclaimer. Let me get that out because it's going to be some smoke. Ending 2023 and heading into 2024. And hey, Big Sarge don't duck no smoke because Big Sarge is the lighter. Let me repeat that. Big Sarge does not duck smoke because he is the lighter. I hope you got that. If not, hey, man, hit me up on Twitter. Big Star Sports with t at the end. We can talk about it. All right, let me jump into this thing real quick. I'm not going to hold you long because, you know, we're getting back. We're, we're getting to know each other again, okay? To all the people that have supported me, all the people that's going to listen to this, all the people out there, hey, we're getting to know each other again. So I got it, right? Sometimes you have to be like, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Sarge. Yes. I am a huge Jay-Z fan. I am a very, very big Jay-Z fan. So, yes, that's where they that came from. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Sarge. Hey, real quick. I, I I got something that I need to say. But wait, hear me out. I mean, I really, really have something to say. To the national media, but wait, hear me out. I have something that I need to say to the local media as well, but wait, hear me out. Hey, dear local and national media. Houston, Texas rookie quarterback, CJ Stroud. He's been that guy. He's been that guy since the day he stepped foot onto the field at NRG. Well, let me take that back. The Methodist training facilities during Ricky Minicamp, he's been that guy then. He's been that guy through OTAs. He's been that guy through training camp. He's been that guy through 10, 11 weeks of the NFL season. You all are just starting to come around to it. Now, let me address the national media first. Hey, listen, one thing that I need you all to do, national media, you know, because on Monday... You all led all your shows, all your A-blocks, all your A-blocks with C.J. Stroud, with the Houston Texans. Something I hadn't seen since, it probably had been since the Houston Texans, what was that, 2019? 2019, the Houston, 2018, 2019, the Houston Texans had that nine-game winning streak. I think that's the last time I've really seen you all lead your A blocks with something positive about the Houston Texans. Everything else has been negative. All oh, the Houston Texans are a racist organization. All oh, the Houston Texans don't like to uh, hire, I mean, don't like to employ black head coaches for longer than a year. That's a lie. We'll talk about that one at another at a later date. But I haven't seen you all lead your A blocks with the Houston Texans as far as something positive in a very long time. But on Monday, after C.J. Stroud went into the jungle, welcome to the jungle, went into Cincinnati and beat one of the hottest teams at the time, the Cincinnati Bengals, who upstaged Joe Burrow, let another come from behind victory, his second in two weeks. Now all of a sudden you all want to talk about C.J. Stroud? Now all of a sudden, C.J. Stroud is the man. C.J. Stroud is an MVP, not just Offensive Rookie of the Year, but MVP voting. Now you all want to talk about C.J. Stroud? See, national media, this is what I need you to do. I need you to get you a couple of guys who are on the local beat. doesn't have to be Sarge. It could be other people. Cody M. Davis from Sports Illustrated. He's on the beat every day. You can talk with him, you can talk with Brandon K. Scott, you can talk with Kim Davis, you can talk with Jonathan Alexander, you can talk with DJ Enemy. Like you can talk to a lot of these guys, Aaron Wilson, you can talk to a lot of these guys, Cole Thompson. There's a lot of guys that's on the local beach, John Bajani, Cody Stutes. There's a lot of people here in the city of Houston that cover the Houston, Texas, that you can reach out to and talk to about what's going on. The people that are there on a consistent basis, the people that are there, that are, that, that's there on a daily basis, the people that are there in the building, inside of NRG, watching practice. At the press conferences in the locker rooms at the games traveling to the games it doesn't have to just be big sarge you don't have to just reach out to me there's other people out here that you can reach out to and we would have told you a long time ago that CJ Stroud has been the man you all are just late and it's funny to me because you're late to the party you're giving all you know, you're making sure that you give all these accolades to CJ Stroud, and you're doing it by, of course, watching the film, taking stuff from the film, but you're also taking a lot of content from the local people, from the local beat writer, from the local credential media members. When all you have to do is reach out, that's it. If you'd have reached out to me, I'd have told you a long time ago, hey man, CJ, that dude. C.J. is that guy. C.J. Stroud has revitalized and re-energized the fan base here in the city of Houston. And he did that from day one. So y'all are late to the party, national media. What C.J. Stroud is doing right now is, of course, phenomenal. Of course, some people didn't see it because you're not here this is where I want you all to give some of the local guys some credit because a lot of these local guys have been telling you for a long time. Hey, CJ, he good. Tank Dale is good. Will Anderson is good. We see these guys on a consistent basis. So the national part, national media, y'all are late to the party. Now on the flip side of that, the local media, right? Because there are some local sports guys here who said, I think that C.J. Stroud should not start for the Houston Texans and they should allow Davis Mills to start so that C.J. can watch how the game goes for the first three games, watch for the first about three games so he can get, you know, a, a glimpse of what the NFL is like to start Davis Mills. And sit C.J. Stroud. At the time, I said, "That's the dumbest shit I've heard in a very long time." That is the that is the dumbest take I have had in a very long time. And to add a little bit more emotional damage, you all were saying, "Well, Davis is Davis is outplaying him." And don't get me wrong, when C.J. first got. You know, during training camp, CJ looked like a rookie. But the one thing that he always did was he kept evolving. He kept learning. All those mistakes that he were that he was making in training camp when you're supposed to make them, he corrected them. The Houston Texans are five and four right now. CJ Stroud just threw his second interception on the season. He has two interceptions thrown this season. During training camp, I think he had like two or three consecutive days worth of interception. Hell, I think Blake Cashman probably had linebacker for the Houston Texans. Blake Cashman probably had about three of them himself. But the one thing that he kept doing was evolving. And you have seen that in training camp because Everything started to slow down for him by the end of training camp. And in that first game against the Baltimore Ravens, you could tell, okay, now it's NFL game speed. Now it's it's, it's real time. This isn't the preseason anymore. This is game. So, yes, he came in, okay, he had to get acclimated. But once he got acclimated to being in the NFL, playing in the NFL – playing in a real NFL game, all he did was continue to grow and evolve, and that's what he's done. But some of you local guys who were mad, we still haven't forgotten. We still haven't forgotten that you all were still mad, uh, that some of you all are still mad that head coach D'Amico Ryan's waited till the last possible minute to name CJ as the week one starter. The last team in the NFL to name the week one starter, was the Houston, Texas, and a lot of you local guys, oh, why is he waiting so long to name the starter? We should just go ahead and start with Davis Mills. If he's waiting this long, that means that he's, had, he's having hesitations on who we should start in between CJ and Davis Mills. Nah, that never happened. I don't think there was any reservations with that. It was just he didn't name them fast enough for you all. So, some of you local guys, y'all late to the party too. But I get it. I got it. I understand. Y'all ain't around. So, to hear some of you all on these local airwaves rave and gush all over CJ Stroud, hey, I remember you were one of the ones. And I tried to tell you. Some of you all, hey, man, y'all getting this thing wrong. And don't get me wrong. Listen, I I, I was in radio for a very long time myself. Was a part of one of the most successful radio shows here in the city of Houston, in the trenches with Indy Clue. Had my own radio show two times, had two radio shows. So I get it. Some of you all are under that mindset of, you know, With the engagement, you got an engagement, clicks, hot takes. Some of y'all put some stuff out there and I was like, oh, yeah, this is strictly just to troll or this is strictly just to do. You know, there's no possible way that they can believe this. But some of you all believe these things that you say. And I say, hey, look, I respect it. I just disagree with it. But you could be better. And in this situation with CJ Stroud, you have seen it. The writing was on the wall. You've seen it. I, I can understand why the national guys are late to the party, but why are you late to the party? I honestly and truly do not understand how you all can be so late to this party to for your local team. And even if you're not able to make it out to a lot of these things, you have... Colleagues who work with you at the same place you do who can tell you, nah, nah, CJ's different. Nah, CJ, nah, CJ's different. He's different and he has been different since he was drafted number two overall by this franchise. So don't get me wrong. I I'm I'm chuckling and laughing from a healthy place, watching you all scramble, watching the national media scramble, watching the local media scramble, taking back some of their takes about, you know, um the Houston Texans should have drafted Will Levis, should have drafted Anthony Richardson. And hey, don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. Hey, listen. I, I, I'm i a hypocrite on some days, but I ain't a hypocrite on Tuesdays. I liked Anthony Richardson too. And I said, I, listen, I was like, hey, look, I don't think that the franchise could go wrong if they draft a Cam Newton clone. Now I understand that we haven't gotten a chance to see that because Anthony Richardson has been out. You know, he's out for the season. So we didn't really get a chance to see him evolve. But watching him, at the NFL Combine, him and CJ going back-to-back back as far as the drills was concerned, I was like, hey, look, Bryce Young is going to go number one. We know that. Right? We knew that. We knew Carolina was going to take Bryce Young. But, you know, number two, they took CJ. I mean, they took CJ. But if they took Anthony Richardson, I at that time, I didn't feel they was wrong. So I'm not going to come on here and be a hypocrite and say, I didn't say, hey, look, I can see the Texans taking Anthony Richardson as well. That's stupid. There's there's things out there where I've said, hey, man, look, oh, man, they they, this Cam Newton clone, especially watching him run that 40. And and I get it. Some of these people call it, you know. uh, Under the underwear games, some people call the NFL Draft Combine, the underwear games. I got it. I'm just looking at raw, natural talent. I'm looking at, you know, arm strength. I'm looking at, you know, ball placement, all that stuff. And C.J. was ahead of Anthony Richardson in some things. and some things, Anthony Richardson was ahead of him. I never considered Will Levis. I never considered any of those other guys. It was always those three. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. So when the Houston Texans selected C.J. Stroud, I said, you can't go wrong. I have been on record. I've been on record by saying If Carolina takes CJ, then the Texans are going to take Bryce Young. We knew that they were going to draft a quarterback. I don't know where everybody else thought that they were going to go somewhere else. So when they took Bryce Young, I said, oh, here comes CJ Stroud. And it has worked out perfectly for the Houston Texans. I was with this franchise for the last three seasons. I was with this franchise, covering this organization through the Deshaun Watson debacle. What I mean by the debacle is the request for a trade, and then all the legal issues that he went through. I was here for the David Culley years. There's no shot at, at at Coach Culley, but I was here for that. I was here for the Lovey Smith years. I was out uh, for the I'm sorry, the David Culley year. The Lovey Smith year. I was here for that. I was here for the almost Josh McCown hiring. Which we'll talk about that at another date because. Just be glad that there is a higher up in the organization that stepped in and said, nah, we're not doing that. Just be lucky that there is somebody that's very powerful, an owner, another NFL owner, very powerful owner was able to make the call and say you can't do that you can't hire Josh not as your head coach it's not gonna look well not at all you're doing yourself a disservice now I'm here for the D'Amico Ryan era I'm here for the D'Amico Ryan's era I'm here for the CJ Stroud era so I know what bad football looks like over the last three seasons and I know what I'm watching right now because I was also here when during the Bill O'Brien years, and the 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 Deshaun Watson before the Deshaun Watson debacle, when these guys were winning AFC uh, AFC South championships, going to the playoffs. I was here for that. So I know what good football looks like. I know what bad football looks like. And I know what good football looks like again. And that's what the Houston Texans are doing right now, led by none other than rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. The locker room is different because of that young man. The belief that every time he steps on the field, they're going to be successful. The last two weeks has proven One thing, that these guys respect him. They voted him as a captain, as a rookie. They believe in him. They respect him. They respect his work ethic. They respect everything about him. And they know that as long as C.J. Stroud is on the field and C.J. Stroud has the ball, the opportunity for them to win the game is... 100% out of 100%. They've come up short, of course, against Carolina. they come up short, of course, against the Atlanta Falcons. But if you go back and you actually look at that Atlanta Falcons game, CJ had the game-winning drive. He threw what was the potential, I'm sorry, the potential game-winning drive, the potential game-winning touchdown to Dalton Schultz. But, you know, the defense wasn't able to stop the the Falcons' offense, and you know they, you know, drove the ball down the field, kicked the game, win the field goal. So, I get it. I get it that some of you all don't believe still. Some of you all are late to the party still. But th- what this young man is doing and how he has re-energized this Houston Texans organization. And this Houston, Texas fan base, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot overlook that. And that just didn't start in the win against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's the only thing that I want the national media to understand. That's the only thing that I want some of you local media guys to understand. It didn't just start on this past Sunday in the victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. It started when Roger Goodell said, and with the number two pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Houston Texans select quarterback C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. Make sure you are subscribed to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts from. And make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, Big Sarge Media. And make sure that you are follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at Big Sarge Sports with the Z at the end. All right, y'all. Look, this ain't the last time you and I are going to talk. Y'all are going to get so sick of hearing my voice that you're going to be like, God dang, I talk to Sarge more than I talk to my spouse. I listen to Sarge more than I listen to, to anything my boss got to say. And that is a great thing. That is a great thing because there's some bigger things coming down the pipeline. My absence has not been in vain. I've been working on some stuff, y'all. I've been working on some stuff that's going to benefit you all and benefit myself and my family. Especially my sports-loving wife. Boy, that young lady. Oh, my God. She loves sports so much. And she winning in our fantasy football league. Hey, fellas. Before I get off. You know, off this podcast. Hey, uh question. And hit me up on on, on Twitter. Big sorry, because I don't call it X. I'm never gonna call it X. It's always gonna be Twitter to me. It's always gonna be the Bird app. It's always gonna be the Bird algorithm. It's always going to be that 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 one thing that I just say, hey man, I'm never calling it this. Where is my thing? At? Here it is. It's always gonna be the It's always going to be the angry bird algorithm to me. Always. So, fellas, I got a question. If you're playing fantasy football with your significant other, if you're playing fantasy football with your significant other, how competitive are you when it comes to the head-to-head matchup in fantasy football? How competitive are you? And if your spouse is beating you in the league, how much does that affect you? Like, it really doesn't affect me that my wife is leading. My wife is number one in our fantasy football league. And it just isn't, no, she didn't let the computer auto-draft for her. She drafted this team on her own. I can call her right now, get her on the phone right now and start talking football and she going to know, especially about the Green Bay Packers. That's her team. I didn't marry someone that just watches football because she liked the color of the uniform. She knows sports. And it doesn't bother me that she's number one in our league because I'm like, hey, look, man, we a team, right? When I talk to other people, when I talk to other people in our leagues, when I talk to my best friend, hey, man, look, it's a bearfield on top. Like, I mean, it's, you know, somebody from my household is number one in the league. But when I'm talking to her, I'm almost like, hey, man, I don't like this. I'm too competitive for that. I love you with all my heart and all my soul. I don't want you to win because I'm too competitive. The last time we played head to head, she, I, she had a 14% chance of winning and she won and that still bothers me to this day. That still haunts me to this day. Cause I, I I really want to win, but she beat me big Sarge. I'm out. Hard work. Hard work. Hard work. Hard work. Hard work.